episode five of this series, which is understanding your super, your superannuation. Uh, really important topic, something we're really passionate about here uh, to help people understand what's going on. And there's so many questions and so much to know about super. So uh, let's get into it. This episode, um, it's just me again. Hope I'm not boring you, but uh, so far we're getting lots of great feedback on the first four episodes and we're going to start to bring in some a few interviews in the next uh, few episodes as well. So today I'm going to talk about costs. So what should and uh, what does a super fund cost to run? Um, it's a big topic, um, lots of advertising around cheap funds, etc. Uh, in some parts of life, you know, you don't want necessarily the cheapest option, that might not be the best for you, but you also might not want the most expensive, and you've got to understand where the value is. Um, so let's just run through, because it's, it's pretty confusing actually all the costs in super, and the industry hasn't really been great at being transparent either. So um, because of that, sometimes a fund might say um, they've got a certain part of it that's low cost, but actually the whole cost of the fund isn't that low when you want to add it all up. So um, you really got to understand the different um, costs and, and what's reasonable and what you need. Uh, there's different options for different people, uh, like in anything in life really. Um, but this is something you're sort of forced to have, so you've got to take an interest in it. And um, whether you've got a dollar or or a million dollars in super or more, you really should be understanding your costs and understanding that's the right cost structure for you. All right, so let's jump into it. Um, let's just understand the different types of costs to start with. So when you open up a fund, there could be some setup costs, some transaction costs, you might require a statement of advice from an advisor, you might require a record of advice from an advisor, you might need advice around that, you might not. Um, so if you're um, just going online, you, you probably won't have any of those costs, you're gonna do it yourself, but if you go through an advisor, you will have some advice costs. And that could be really worthwhile if you've got a complicated situation, and obviously probably more money, because uh, but not necessarily, just some questions. Some advisors do charge hourly rates, some obviously charge fees to, to look after the whole thing. Um, so there's initial costs uh, depending on how complex the situation is and you know you can sort of relate that back to some sort of hourly rate fee. Like in any professional accountant, a lawyer, a financial advisor, if you're going to need a few hours work or a few hours help, you've got to expect some costs there. But obviously if you need that advice then it's worthwhile paying for. Um, then once you've got that fund set up, there's going to be three main layers of costs that you've got to understand. There's your investment management cost, there's a trustee cost and there's an administration. Um, so the investment cost, let's start with that. So you can do it yourself. Now there's still a cost to that. Now, just on a pure numbers basis, if you're buying and selling shares or managed funds, there's still a cost to that. Whether, so it's not really free, obviously. If you use um, uh, industry fund underneath, that industry fund might be really cost from an admin point of view, but the underlying investments can range from quite low cost to actually quite high cost, depending on what option you choose. Um, so it's really un important to understand that. So, and the same with a, a bank run fund or a fund through an advisor. So some advisors might charge advice fees, but they use really, really low cost investments. Um, some advisors might charge advice fees and charge really expensive investments. Um, so it's important to understand your total cost. We always talk about total cost for clients. Don't just focus on one part of the costs. In, it, understand the whole piece that add up all these costs, investment, trustee and admin, and understand it. And, and then there's also some other levies that come into it. Uh, there might be more transaction costs. So you, you might think the ongoing costs are low, but you're paying a lot for transactions. 
or vice versa. So, okay, so just recap on that. If you're setting up a fund of net advice, there's gonna be some initial fees. If you've got an ongoing investment, whether it's in an industry fund, we'll explain these terms in a bit more detail too, an industry fund, a retail fund, an advisor-led fund, or a wholesale type fund, they're all going to have costs underneath it. Investment fees, trustee fees, admin fees, uh, even if you do a lot of that yourself, you're going to have some costs. And there's in that admin fee, I include accounting fees. So well, um, if you've got a self-management fund, then you also have accounting and audit fees that you pay directly for. The other funds obviously still have to have accountants and auditors, but you don't really have to worry about all that. That's all done for you by the trustees. Okay, so let's get into it. There's a few, so there's a few different types of different super funds, um, and that's where some of this confusion perhaps lies. At the end of the day, every super fund has to have a trustee, and that trustee can be you, um, and you, and they call that a self-managed super fund. So they're not really self-managed. Most super funds, uh, they should have been called self-trustee funds in my view, because a lot of these funds, you're still needing an accountant to do the accounts, an auditor, and you might have someone helping with the investments, you might not. So they're really actually self-managed. Um, the different roles are broken down to different different people. Um, so in a self-managed super fund, you've got some additional costs because you're the trustee, so you're having to uh, get the accounts done every year and the audit. And that can cost anywhere from a couple of thousand dollars up to $10,000, depending on the fund and how complicated it is. Uh, if you're running pensions, how many investments you've got. So think of it as like a little business. If you've got a little business that has very few transactions, the accounting fees are gonna be pretty low. If you've got a, a business that's very, very complicated, then it might cost a lot more. So same with a self-managed super fund. If you've got lots of investment properties, um, borrowings, you transact a lot, then expect to pay more. Um, and if you're going online and you've got a fund like that and you're trying to get it done for $2,000, well, you pay peanuts to get monkeys, right? So if you've got a complicated fund, it's worthwhile having a really good accountant to sort that out for you. If you've got a pretty simple fund, then you know you can have a you know a, a fairly generic sort of service that's available out in the market. But we see typically self-managed super funds out there around the three thousand dollars all up. You know, uh, accounts and audit maybe a bit cheaper, but again, be careful with what you pay for. You know, what you're getting. The next major that's a very popular option in Australia. Typically, you want to have a bit of a balance to have a self-managed super fund. Some guidelines say a couple hundred thousand, some say 500,000, um, but it's really important that you understand the benefits and costs of that structure for you. Um, the other pretty common type of fund out there, even though they're declining in numbers, is a retail, so traditionally a AMP or IOOF or someone like that, and those funds, so you're not the trustee, so they're like a master trust, um, and effectively they're sort of pooled, you've got a trustee and you've got all the investment costs, and the admin costs all built all built into one, and sometimes they separate it out, and sometimes they put it all into one cost. So you'll typically pay anywhere from, you know, one to maybe up to three percent when you add up all those costs. So really, you've got to be careful at the top end because they might say, oh, this is only 0.8 percent, but once you add up the investment costs, because you they might put you into an investment manager that's charging one and a half percent alone, just the investment manager. So if that investment manager is charging one and a half percent, and the admin and the trustee fees are 0.7, then you've got some pretty high costs there. And you've just got to really understand whether that's going to actually um, work out for you. Um, recently on the marketplace, there's sort of wholesale options that have come in as well. So the admin, uh, you can get the admin fee down to sort of around the 0.3 mark, 0.35 maybe. 
you can choose investment managers that are very low cost, you know, index style managers. So your total costs are maybe going to be around, you know, well under one percent, but you might be able to get all that together for uh, less less than one percent, which is pretty good because most super funds, and I get to the point here of what to expect, that whether you're in an industry fund or a wholesale fund or even an advisor-led fund, uh, depending on your balance um, and how much advice you're getting, the actual investment and admin costs are probably going to be close to 1% all up once you, once you add it all up. There are some that are cheaper, but that's a bit of a benchmark. Uh, and again, it depends on what you need. If you've got $1,000 in super, you want really, really low cost. But if you've got, you know, let's call it half a million dollars or more, you might be starting to need to get a bit of advice around that and, and things like that. So there, and, and there are more and more firms now separating that advice fee out from the investment cost as well. Um, some pull it all together, some separate it. Uh, obviously at cntm.com.au, it's a really, really low cost offering, um, and very, very competitive, and you can have a look at that as well for someone who wants the education and the piece and the, and the tutorials, I suppose, around it all as well. So from um, today's point of view, I know that, that's pretty high level. Like there's lots and lots of detail to go through when we talk about cost, but what we want people to understand is um, when you see a cost or a low cost fund advertised, you really have to understand what does that mean? Does that include everything? Uh, it sometimes doesn't. So we've seen lots of times where funds say they're cheap, but actually not because under that structure, you could choose a really expensive investment manager. Um, and so you're gonna end up paying 2% when you thought you were paying, you're in a low cost fund. Um, some people think advisors are expensive, but I've seen lots and lots of advisor accounts, us as well, where clients are paying less than 1% for everything, like investments, admin, and advice. I mean, that's a great deal. Um, so, you know, it really is just having an understanding of how the industry works, what the costs are, what's right for you. Having a self-managed super fund might be a little bit more expensive, but you see some other benefits of that. Um, having a low, low cost fund might be suitable for you right now in life because you just need simple, but then again, you've got to wonder if that's, you know, in time, the best option for you. Um, so check us out if you are liking this, ask questions, go to cntm.com.au, uh, reach out to the team there. Uh, there's a nice little chat box on the site as well, uh, and lots of content around all this. Obviously this, uh, and there's some disclaimers below as well, it's all general in nature, so um, if you do want more information, reach out. If you need personal advice, we can, we can direct you. Thanks for listening in, and um, the more comments and likes, and please share this, um, the more we get the, the word out there to help you make the most out of your super. So thanks so much for listening in to today's podcast. Just remember, it is general information. Uh, if you need personal advice, please seek a, an advisor or go to our website, cntm.com.au, log in and we can direct you if you need more help. Also, we just want to remind you, if you're loving this stuff, please uh, like and subscribe and share it around. Uh, we're really enjoying spreading the word around super and hope you enjoy it so please do like and look out for the next episode cheers these podcasts are general in nature and what does that mean well it means all the information in this podcast doesn't take into account any of your personal circumstances so it can only be taken in general it's not trying to give you specific advice um, there are no mention of products or anything like that but if there were you would need to go and read all the product disclosure statements necessary for that particular product. We interview people and their opinions are their own. They're not giving you advice either.
So if you want more information, please reach out to us. If you need personal advice, please seek uh, an independent qualified advisor or visit our website www.archcapital.com.au. Thanks.